This podcast is recorded on the lands of the Wurundjeri peoples of the Kulin Nation. The country we now call Australia was built on the stolen lands of hundreds of unique Indigenous nations, and we recognise that as white women, we continue to partake in and benefit from that act of colonisation. We pay our respects to Elders past, present and emerging. Welcome to Books Up. Welcome. 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 Welcome to the book slide. Was that your sexy voice? <laughs> Welcome to Book Slut, a podcast bringing erotica out of the gutter and into a snobbier gutter. Hi, my name is Abby. And I'm Sam. It should go without saying that this podcast is not safe for work, so put your headphones in. want to talk about the other story yeah I read because um during my little foray into the research I found stuff about erotic horror because I just kind of put erotic horror in google yeah and side note my search history is fucked now (laughs) yeah we are on so many lists I used my university login to be able to get access to things yeah me too and also I was thinking that I was like oh fuck I'm so glad that Sam's gonna stay because I'm about to graduate so I'm like I'm so glad Sam's still at uni so I can use your login like my studies are not remotely around even like any kind of literature or arts or anything so if they ever looked they'd be like what the fuck is this data science student doing looking up erotica and horror <laughs> yeah no i was like oh thank god sam's gonna stay, stay in the institution yeah um so i found this kind of throwaway comment about um the term erotic horror yeah and how uh, erotica please <laughs> no erotic horror <laughs> okay i think is is specific oh right because it's yeah to the psychoanalytic idea of erotic transference as a source of resistance in patients yes and That's its own thing yeah it seemed kind of sexist to me i found one paper written from a female psychologist or psychiatrist. Wait, do you want to just break it down? What it, what yeah, it's so, so it's basically the, the idea that you get to a certain part of therapy uh, with a patient. So from the psychiatrist, psychologist point of view, you get to a certain point of therapy with the patient and they start transferring their problems and turning them into erotic imaginings, including you, yeah, the psychiatrist slash psychologist yeah and so it's like a kind of defensive mechanism i guess to to put these ideas onto you and in this in in this erotic way and it was pretty much explored exclusively because of male psychologists getting this with female patients yeah of course Um, like she wants me yeah and i and i found i found a few of like female psychiatrists but interestingly often that was with female patients as well okay as, as a side note, someone that I know was doing postgraduate studies and their thesis or their, their kind of whole thing is on um, arousal yeah. in people. And specifically, they've done some, some preliminary experiments that suggest, and this is like putting people in an MRI monitoring their brain function, yeah, suggests that when women women subliminally don't have a difference in arousal for female or male. Wow. 
So like, I mean, that's like subliminally. Yeah. And like not, it's not social factors. It's not, it's, it's gotta be like something in their genetics that like when they see pornographic images of male on male, female, 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 male, yeah, all of that pretty much same. Right. Like but in not that the case, split second. But not the case for men. But them. not the case for men. Right. So. That's fascinating. Isn't that fascinating? Wow. Like that's. Yeah, we're so, so evolved. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's that's the the takeaway. That's the takeaway. That. <laughs> yeah, but isn't that just like a fascinating? And I never got to talk to her enough before she before you know she left my circle of friends. Yeah. Um, but about this this thing because I just find it like because we were talking about it and I was like oh I guess like socially we're allowed to yeah to explore that a bit more women and she was like well it's not socially it's it's literally in that like split second where you you're not you're not it conscious hasn't yet thought. got to the yeah it's just like your brain lights up and and it's just across the board that's wow women are just they go all ways love so, that yeah that's so cool right yeah anyway side topic um women psycho psycho yep 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 yep. i'm back on Um, (laughs) (laughs) so erotic horror and this is this idea this transference idea but a lot of it has to do with the erotic relationships are in oedipal urges so oedipus the greek guy fell in love with his mom Mm -hmm. maybe had sex with him i can't remember i think he ends up killing his mom a lot of stuff about the mum. And I read this, one of the stories called Psychopomp. Psychopomp. Yeah, from Hayden Middleton. Um, but basically it's this really sad, not sexy story. But I chose it because there's quite a bit of sex in it. Yeah. And I thought it was really interesting that there was this short story that had like a lot of sex that I found so sad and the opposite of arousing. I mean, I guess on the cover, it doesn't promise arousal. It just promises sex and horror. True. Which, you know, it's, it was not, there. Yeah. I mean. It true. was present. <laughs> um, but I, I found it interesting in comparison to the Clive Barker one that didn't have that much sex that I kind of left being like, oh, I could probably get off to that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cool. Um, and it tells the story of a, an older man, um, 45, he's 45, and he starts to kind of obsess about his past lives, mm-hmm. life, okay. past life. <laughs> I was say, wow, all right. <laughs> um, and he happens to be a traveling salesman because, you know, they always are. And it seems like such a sad profession. Yeah, I apologize to traveling salesmen, but it seems... <laughs> to all the to traveling, all the traveling salesmen. salesmen out there listening. <laughs> it seems sad. It seems... I mean, it's been used time and time again as a sad... Yeah, trope, right? right? Like, it just gets used as this really kind of yeah. depressing life to lead. And maybe it's not. I haven't met any travelling salesmen in Do my life. In fact, I don't know if they anymore? exist outside of the 50s. Yeah, I don't know. Anymore. Um, maybe for Big Pharma. I don't Gross. know. Gross. In which case, Boo. Anyway, so he seems to be this, like, travelling salesman type, and he's just having a bit of a midlife crisis, and his wife's like, you know, whatever. Oh, actually, this is a note that I want to say. From here going forward, 
I think we should take special note about how nipples are described in things. Okay. Because I feel like often I've read things about nipples Mm -hmm. and not. You don't like how they're described? No. I like (laughs) I like how assertive you are about this, but I want to know more about why. (laughs) So I don't mind a description of nipples. Mm -hmm. That's fine. But I feel like they're only ever described when they're erect. And the way that that it's described when it's erect is always strange. It's always like, all I can think of at the moment is like my dad wrote a porno where he describes it as like the rivets of the Titanic. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) But in this book, I just underlined this bit that said like her, her nipples had risen like dice against the underside of her vest. Like dice. Like are her nipples a cube? That's not a sexy thing at all. (laughs) No, it's never sexy. And the other one that I was telling you about when I read the story that said they were like pine cones. Yeah, that's that's uncomfortable for everyone. Like I just surely there has to be a better way to describe nipples. Maybe the authors are just like maybe, (laughs) maybe they're a perfect cube. Like (laughs) it's a mystery to me. What is the nipple? (laughs) What what did do? Why describe the nipples in this way? I just feel like it's something that we should keep an eye on. Yes, let's keep as a little a, tab as open a, in our... Nipple descriptions. Yeah. <laughs> if that's not going to get us on a list, I don't know what will. It's a list I want to be on. Um, but, yes, anyway, sorry. Uh, side note. So, he goes back. <laughs> he's at this conference for travelling salesmen. The saddest conference in but the world. But it would be the saddest conference. I just feel them, like, all Matched dressed in only gray. by, like, Avon ladies. <laughs> And they probably meet up yeah. like for like, like social mixes. Let's <laughs> go to a mixer with the Avon ladies. Oh, that's the saddest, huh. saddest scenario. He's at a conference and it's close to his hometown. So he's like, I'm going to go check out my hometown because I'm feeling real nostalgic, right? Mm-hmm. And he goes and he checks out this hometown and he's about to leave. And at the train station, he sees an old friend from his hometown who is getting, um, Suspense. Poured, I guess. What? Poured. What do you like? like okay. Poured by by a young woman. Um, like 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 nibbling on ears. Oh, like heavy petting stuff. Touching the crotch, kind of stuff. Right on uh, the train station. Public PDA. Super public, and also this guy is super not into it. Right, he's just kind of like staring straight ahead. Whatever. So he calls his wife, and he's like, "Oh my god, you'll never guess this guy on the train station. He's here with some floozy, and <laughs> floozy. His, his wife is, you know, somewhere else. And then his wife, the guy's wife, is all like, "Ah, uh, are you crazy? That guy died nine years ago. Ooh. He went back to the hometown and <laughs> threw himself in front of a train. Shit." That's some round the twist. And so that guy's stuff. like, oh, that's that's a bit weird, yeah? Um, but I'm super into this chick. Okay. <laughs> that's all over my friend. And, my dead friend. Yeah, and so I'm I'm going to go into a bar that she's in and, and we're going to have a drink and then... Wait, um, wait, he's not saying this to his wife on the phone. No, 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 no. Okay. no. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. I was like, wow, it's progressive. Distinct. distinct. That's nice, he's like, he's like, I'm really lovely. into her. Thank you, I love you. Hangs up and then is like... This right. chick, though, okay. kind of yeah. into her. Yeah. Um. They go to a bar. Shit happens. Well, nothing happens, actually. They just drink their drinks in silence. And then they get oh. in the car and they drive away. And then she's driving to this place where they're going to have sex. And um, 
pulls up out front of his old childhood home. And then she like walks in, whatever, and he comes in and she's like semi-naked. Naked from the waist down. Which is a weird amount of it's, naked. Yeah, it's, it's an uncomfortable awkward kind <laughs> of... No one wants to just be naked from the waist down. It's not... It's not sexy. It's not It's sexy. like a weird uncle thing to do. <laughs> oh my god. Sorry. Oh my god. <laughs> Who are your uncles? <laughs> no, not my <laughs> uncles. But you know, like... No, Sam, I don't know. <laughs> Naked from the waist down is not an uncle thing to do. This is an explicitly non-familial thing to do. In okay, I'm not gonna dissect that anymore. None of my uncles have done that. They're all very kind, normal people. I'm gonna cut all of that. <laughs> no, but it's weird. It's such a weird uncle thing. Yeah, no, I, I'm not arguing that it's not weird. It's definitely weird. The jump that I'm disputing is the uncle part. Oh, just like, you know, you just, oh, fuck, I don't know. I don't know. I, I kind of get it if you're thinking like, like, like underwear. Yeah, yeah, like a shirt and underwear. And you're like, walk, and you're like, oh, oh, fucking... Uncle Jerry. Yeah, in his <laughs> Put underwear. The pants on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, no, I do get that. I get, I get it. Entirely naked. It came out a bit weird. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> 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 Naked from the waist down. <laughs> yeah. Um, but can we agree it's not sexy? No, it's definitely <laughs> not sexy. Regardless of your gender, it's not a sexy thing. And also, she's kind of like, she's just standing there, naked from the waist down, and um, and then, and he just, like, he just kind of comes from behind and puts it in. Oh. Yeah. Uh, pulled off his clothes, grasped the girl's shoulders, and slid into her from behind. No foreplay. No foreplay. No None. warm in the oven. Sorry. <laughs> what I like about this kind of is that, you know, it says, it states, you know, she was wet. Okay. So, you know, okay. Uh, but she made no sound, right? As someone who struggles to lubricate. lubricate to the extent that is often expected, I find it really quite challenging reading about women getting wet at the drop of a hat. Yeah, I mean, but spoiler, she's like a demon. Oh, okay. <laughs> cool. So, I, I don't think we should read into her response. She's not the every woman. <laughs> she's, she's not your everyday lady. Yeah, okay. You know, she's got a very special... So, so he starts kind of going at it. She's not into it. She's she's just kind of she's there and she's she's wet, but she's not Present. making any moves. Yeah. She's not. She's just kind of standing there. And he's like, "I'm sorry." Um, you know, he felt a lot of shame. He would have wept if he had felt capable of tears. Um, he keeps going though. Oh, Trooper, right? Pushed himself higher still into the girl, which is oh. worrying. He couldn't. He couldn't spend himself. I love it. When they describe ejaculation as like spending yourself, it's always just so polite. 
you know, he couldn't spend himself. I'm sorry, honey, I couldn't spend myself. Right. Um, this has always been his way, unless the act had at, at least a degree of mutuality. <laughs> so that's oh, nice. Not even, like, fully present, just a, a degree. A degree. A degree just, like, acknowledge that I entered you, you know? <laughs> he could not bring it to a conclusion. He closed his eyes. His penis had begun to soften. Then the girl is all I mean, like... also, though, like, fair enough. Like, yeah, if your partner if, is not into it... In fact, that I would should say be a maybe turn just off. stop trying. Yeah. Just, just go. Oh, absolutely <laughs> stop trying. But also, that should be a turn off. Mm. And, and then he gets a bit sad about it. And she says, you know, like, it's not me. It's not me that you want. And he's all sad. And then turns around and uh, she is now in the shape of his wife. Oh. 20 years ago. Oh. And... She's like, you want me now, right? And he's all like, well, kind of, yeah. <laughs> Not confronted by the fact that his wife has just appeared 20 well, years ago. Well, he does say, oh, Christ. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, and then he has this strangled little cry, and she's 20 years old, and, and he goes, he, he crosses the floor to her on his hands and knees. Oh, he crawls. Yeah, he, he crawls. And then, you know, they start going at it again. Then he's like, wow, it's weird because she's like super cold and I'm, there's a fireplace and I'm like burning up, but you know, oh. that's fine. Um, oh no. <laughs> and then, and Red then, flag. and then she stays kind of semi-passive and he's all like, it's not like this, like this isn't the memory that I had. Like we, we got along, we, we did good and I'm like, probably not, but <laughs> um, then, <laughs> then she leaves the room, she goes upstairs and she gets into his mother's bed and he's like, ah, oh, no, you're not allowed in that bed. It's kind of weird and it's a bit creepy. Yeah. And like, you know, maybe we should, maybe we should have a conversation about this. If this is a role first. player that you want to play out, let's just talk about it first. We need some safe words. <laughs> let's go. Like, I'm all about the traffic light system and this is a red for me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> My mum's bed from 40 years ago is a red. He climbs up. And he feels like he's getting smaller. Okay. He gets physically smaller. Physically smaller. He feels like he's getting he's getting smaller. Is, oh, is he? Is he? He steps going into the room. Age. She hears him enter and stills. She's been whimpering, oh. right? Which is like kind of creepy. Yeah, yeah. That's just like just more not of a, a sexy thing. noise. Not a not a sexy noise. And she says, "It's me that you want." She said to him in a new but unmistakable voice from res- remotest and most resonant past. Now, please. Me, please, me," said his mother again from beneath oh. the blankets. Uh oh! She kicked her legs free. He saw her. He saw her hand holding her glistening sex and offering it up to him between two fingers. She looked huge. "Kiss me," she said. He opened his mouth and tried to speak, but he was too young, far too young for speech. And he was on the bed with her, crawling on his stomach between her splayed legs screaming his despair into the heat and and the dark. Good, she coaxed him as his lips fastened onto her. Good, and she was thrashing again, holding his head hard against her crotch. She rolled from one side of the bed to the other. Good. He bit on her with his toothless gums. No! But not because he wanted to please her. She arched her back in frenzy. She swung her legs wide apart. Was it like a... a like a toddler? Like a... Dot, dot, dot. I'm paraphrasing a lot of this. It's like two pages. And he felt her hand on his bottom, 
just moments before she propelled the whole of him deep inside herself and then sealed off any possible exit. The, the whole of him? She, like, unbirthed him. Oh. And that is the end of that story. Oh, what a way to end. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. Uh. <laughs> I'm not okay. <laughs> That's the opposite of sexy. <laughs> I mean, look, I I am rejecting that. <laughs> and I, I feel good about myself. I feel good about knowing I'm not that. I just had deja vu. Really? I have never had deja vu in my life. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. And I just had it. About rejecting the fact that a man got propelled back inside his mother after giving her head. That's bizarre. It's Why am I dreaming it's about a weird that? Feeling, right? Oh, that's so weird. Have we been here before? <laughs> that's why that's Um, that was fucked. I didn't enjoy that. I don't like it. <laughs> yeah. So it's just very... In the words of Pauline Hanson. Yeah, and and. Previous to like the actual bit, I explained. Uh, I wrote. I read out of the the sex with the mother. There is like quite a bit of sex in that, but I was so unaroused. I was so dry. My <laughs> vagina closed. What's the antithesis of aroused? Anti aroused. Yes, yeah, I was wondering this as I was as I was explaining. I don't know what the antithesis would be. Yeah. Um, Yuck. So. Yuck. <laughs> uh, especially that he go, he like regresses back to a, a baby. baby. Like it's not just like a man fucking his mom. No. It's a, it's uh, a baby. It's incest, but it's also, ch- I just know. Yeah. And so at the end of that, I was like, yeah, you know, I'm questioning things, but I'm not questioning myself. I'm not. No, no. I'm questioning I'm, the author. I'm, I'm questioning this man's desire to, like, rediscover. Like, everything about it was sad to me. Every single step along the way was very sad. Yeah. It's like, I understand that not being able to accept your, like, your aging and whatever is a thing, but, like, can we, like, can we not take it to the point that your two you know what I... gums are on your mother's oh, vagina? Don't. <laughs> you know what I do like, though? I like this, not the classic woman fucking her dad or fucking a daddy figure mm, mm. i again it kind of flips the the classic dynamic which i which i like yeah i mean i don't like <laughs> i wish i didn't know this existed but you know we're here now thank you <laughs> yeah that's yeah you're, you're welcome but it's interesting because this this idea and i feel like it's a whole other podcast that we're going to need to talk about and there's going to need to be some serious discussions about how we approach this but when I was reading the but- when I was listening to the butterfly effect, which yeah. have, you've listened yeah, yeah, to that, yeah. yeah, they talk about the fact that so much porn yeah, is porn. incest. Yeah, it's huge, and I mean, and to the point of you know, it's always like step. But step do you think that that's? Stuff, but do you think that's but, also another example of like people playing with this? What is and isn't okay, and like what's taboo, and like it's more arousing because it's not socially acceptable. Yeah, and I guess this is kind of the the discussion of, like, anti-pornography. Like, do we think that, and obviously, you know, no one needs to answer this, but I think it's, I think it's more complicated than people give it, give it credit for. Do we think that pornography encourages people to do certain things? 
You know, do we mm. think that having a shit ton of violent pornography means that people will be more violent? Mm. Do we believe that having access to this material makes people act in a certain way? And I think we can both speak for the fact that growing up in a in a kind of a generation that was on the cusp of this access, constant access to pornography, you can kind of notice when someone has watched a lot of porn. Yeah, you really can in the way that they behave in bed, 100%. And and so whether that means that, like, if if someone watches a lot of violent porn, Mm. if that affects what they think is, is the norm. And I think, like, to be honest... You know, whatever people are into, they're into. Yeah. The key is communication. Yeah, of course. The key is actually talking to the person yeah. and not assuming that what you like is yeah. what everyone likes. I, and maybe they say no, in which case you accept it and, and you, you back stop. the fuck down. Yeah. Like, yeah. But not even stop. Like, before. If, if, this is, if this is a thing that you... Well, not even if it's a thing. Like, just whatever you're into. Whether that is vanilla, missionary, penis in vagina... You should be chatting. Maybe yeah, that person definitely. doesn't want penis in vagina. Yeah. Maybe that person just wants you to give them head. Yeah. And maybe they'll give you head in response. Yeah. And maybe that is what they want. And, like, you should not be taking it for granted that what you want is what that other person definitely. wants. I think that, uh, unfortunately, because more often than not, our sexual education as young people is so terrible and so lacking that by default... Um, pornography and sexually explicit content well online now but it wasn't always online by default kind kind of becomes our our sex ed mm. um and i don't want to and i think that we should we should delve into this in depth another episode because i wouldn't want to say that that necessarily means that like a lot of violent porn leads leads to violent sex i think that's mm. too simplistic mm. but i do think that we need to to address that Porn is filling a gap in sexual education at the moment, and I don't think that, that necessarily means we need to change. We need to get rid of porn. I just think it needs, means that we need to change the porn that we're consuming, so that's more realistic. There's more uh, communication. There's more consent. Definitely, and I think one of the things that I read that's just going to be a sub point that we're going to circle back around to. Yeah, there's all of these things are so interrelated that I'm, it's hard to I kind love, of separate them into. I love that though. I love as we get deeper and deeper into this, it's like oh, they're all connected. <laughs> yeah, it's this idea of of um, censorship of mm. these books, right? Mm-hmm. And the the false connection between horror, sex, and violence. Yeah, right. Like just because something is horror and includes sex does not mean that it's violent. Yeah. And that the sex is violent. That's and, a really good distinction to make, I think. And I think, like, in, in the instance of Clive Barker's novel or novella, it was very violent. But the the kind of, I mean, apart from the whole getting yourself off on someone who can't control their arms <laughs> situation, but the, the romance aspect of, like, the sex there, it was very... Um, loving and it was it was like communicated I think you know and I was reading this like sci-fi.com that was talking about I mean firstly can I say my favorite line of this was um they were talking about censorship but they said you know talking to their readership you've probably browsed 
Amazon's Kindle selection <laughs> and seen those dinosaur porn ebooks that became a minor craze a few years I ago. I saw that too and I was like, nah. <laughs> no. Not me. I have not browsed. Can you give me a Amazon's <laughs> Kindle selection of dinosaur porn ebooks? But we're I would kind of like we're to. going to. <laughs> like, yeah. you've put this idea in my head and. Now, now I'm into it. Like, I don't know if it's human dinosaur or dinosaur dinosaur, but like, I want to know. I, I do want to know. I'm intrigued. Um, but this this site was talking about this censorship and um, how there was a there was a bit of a, a scare campaign from an organization that that wrote a thing about an epidemic of filth and about these self published ebooks that are out there and I had a look at a few of them and yeah like some of them are literally called like and trigger warning on this like daddy raped me oh Jesus which yeah I think we can agree should probably not be on Amazon's specific yeah, you know that's official the, site you know, the, the, and the depths of a subreddit somewhere and they and they get around it by you know again it's a stepfather and they're all of age and and this is this thing but but what this site was saying that you know this became such a, a focus and the idea of this violent violent sex became a focus and they started just deleting all of these things and erotic horror and monster erotica which again <laughs> we need to delve into, um, <laughs> suffered heavily, right? And and then it began, where do you draw the line between deleting things that are, I guess it's not even what's socially acceptable and what's not, because these things are obviously not socially yeah, acceptable they, they if operate you take on the from the norm. Yeah. And, and that's the beauty of it. They should operate on the cusps. Exactly. It's, it's, this, it's this area that people can go and feel safe to express these desires. And if it's consenting adults, I mean, for me, that's kind of the line, right? You, you have consent from adults and, and anything past that is good to God. Like two consenting adults are okay with what they're doing and what business is it. I mean, but there's a whole, there's a whole area of, rape and non-consensual stories like what does that fit in that that to me is it's not it's non-consensual like if you're if you're explicitly describing it as a as a rape yeah that is non-consensual then it's non-consensual but in the sense that like that's quite a popular sub-genre like is that okay to exist Uh, no not not in not in a way where you're representing it as non-consensual. If you are consensually indulging in a rape fantasy, you still have that layer of consent. But yeah. if a book is written about a non-consensual rape in an yeah. erotic fashion, yeah. there's no consent there between the people. That opens up a whole other thing that we should probably discuss at some point. <laughs> because that's a huge area. It's yeah. a huge area. Yeah. Was there anything else you wanted to say about either of these? You got to rate them. Rate them. Right. Um, I enjoyed as a story, <laughs> um, but it made me very sad. Oh. I give it seven Oedipuses. 
Okay. Out of ten. I mean, I was uncomfortable just hearing about it <laughs> secondhand. So. Yeah, it did. It did make me uncomfortable, but I kind of, I kind of liked that. Good um, content for the pod. On, on arousal, it's a one. <laughs> <laughs> one being the lowest. I mean, zero is the lowest. Okay. Okay. I feel like whenever there's a description of sex, yeah, I think you would be. I think you it? would be doing a disservice by lying to us and saying that you got. <laughs> you know, we're human beings, right? Reading about sex on some level is going to elicit some kind of response, and particularly like at the beginning where it was kind of like, actually, you know, the interesting thing about psychopomp is that like the actual sex, nothing. Like it, it'd be a zero. I do not enjoy starfishing yeah, as a. That's not at reading about it, experiencing it. None of it. I don't really enjoy it. But um, the scene where they've got their public little show going on yeah. and she's very involved in it and, you know, like, there's, yeah. this, there's this whole thing. Yeah, that, like, I was like, yeah, oh, yeah that's kind of hot. Yeah, cool. So, yeah, I'd give it a one overall because after that it is all down. <laughs> yeah, it really <laughs> oh, swings in the very opposite direction. 